and welcome to the Habits and Home Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lazat, and I help busy moms bring order to their homes by downsizing and decluttering and ditching old habits in exchange for systems that bring peace and more enjoyment to their lives. We have too much stuff, not enough space or time, and lack the motivation to get our life together. We need simplified solutions to tame the chaos around us and be available, both mind and body, to experience all the joy that life has to offer. Are you ready, friend? Let's get started. Today I'm talking about procrastination, and I've noticed that every time I talk about procrastination on the podcast, it's because I'm procrastinating something. I usually have these topics, like I batch plan my topics ahead of time. I Everything that comes to my mind, I go ahead and write it all down. And today's topic for today's date, because I also schedule them, was the five A's to kick your procrastination and be more productive. And it's so funny that I was putting off recording this very episode, <laughs> not even because it, of the topic, but just because life is busy. And we went skiing this past weekend. And when I travel, I have noticed in as I've gotten, gotten older that when I travel, I just don't bounce back as quickly. I am very... I'm a very routine type of person, very systemized, and hence why I created the business that I created as a professional organizer, habits coach, clarity coach. Um, I am just a very systemized, orderly person. Like, I love schedules. Now, I love some spontaneity. I love, I am a very adventurous, but I'm, I, I just live by a routine And when I started homeschooling my kids, I had schedules. Actually, when I had babies, I had my babies on a schedule, like before they came home from the hospital. That's just who I am. (laughs) I like to know what comes next. I like to know what my tasks are for the day. But I have had to overcome the habit of procrastination. And so this this is what the topic is about today, procrastination. And I have five A's for you to kick your procrastination in the bootay and be more productive. Whether you work from home, stay at home, wherever you are in life, whatever you're doing, this can apply across the board for anyone who has a tendency to procrastinate. So here we go. And like I said, the five A's. I love doing things with the same letter because it just makes it so more, much more sim- simple and systemized. Here we go. Number one, automation. Okay, I've talked about this before. So what does automation look like for you? This means setting up appointments ahead of time and then having your per- the company that you've set up the appointment with remind you of your appointment. I do this with dental appointments. My children actually have a dental appointment today. And I got a text message from my dental office that my kids need to come in for their cleaning. I got that and I replied, yes, we're, we're still coming to confirm. So appointments, automate your appointments by setting them up ahead of time, getting them on a ro- rotating schedule. When you leave your doctor's office, go ahead and set up your appointment for the next time. It's okay if you have to change it later on, but it'll keep you from pro- procrastinating and putting off that, 
that next appointment. Another thing that you can automate is setting up reminder alerts. So if you have a task that needs your attention or a deadline that you have to meet or a something you have to pay like your tag on your car or filing your taxes or for me I I this just came to mind I have to renew my LLC with the state of Florida I'm going to be fined if I don't do that so I need a to set a reminder in my phone to alert me hey and I do it ahead of time I do a couple of different reminders I set it like a month ahead of time depending on how how far out the task is and then like I give myself a you have to do this today do not ignore this alert do this today or your life will be over <laughs> so setting up your reminders in your phone is really helpful and creates some automation in your life another thing is establishing new habits that is the core of what I teach is when you establish habits life turns it becomes automated you start doing things without even thinking about it because you've ingrained that habit so heavily and so deeply into your life that you do it automatically. Okay, the next thing is something I love to do, and I actually have my son doing it right now, is delegating tasks to other people. My son's in there making bacon for breakfast right now, and I, I so I just said, okay, this is your task this is what you have to do. So life in automation by delegating it, de- delegating tasks to other people. Like something that I have delegated and my husband and I, we, we talk about these things. So it's not like I'm being bossy to him, but I asked him, I said, I really don't want to look at mail. I don't want it to come in the house and sit on the counter. I want the counters to be completely clean. Since you like to take care of the family, take care of the house, can you be in charge of checking the mailbox every single day and sorting out the mail and taking care of it before it even comes in the house, whether it's trash, whether it's a bill that has to be paid, it, whatever it is. So automate or um, yeah, automate your, your things that you don't enjoy doing by delegating that task to somebody else. All right, so um, automation can be for your appointments, setting reminders on your phone, establishing new habits, and delegating those tasks to other people. All right, number two, accountability. (laughs) This helps me a lot. So when I first started tackling my procrastination, you can go back to episode one to listen to this. I would create a daily list and actually send it to my husband in a text message and say, hey, this is what I have to get done today. Hold me accountable and make sure that I do these things. So sending your to-do list to somebody else is really helpful because you don't want to disappoint them or you don't want to feel like a failure. So it's really helpful. But you also have to find you also have to find a specific person to send it to that will actually hold you accountable and they're not they're not somebody who also struggles with procrastination and productivity. So make sure you pick the right person to send your to-do list to. The next thing that you can do that I did back in the day when I started on participating on social media is put your to-do list on social media and Instagram and Facebook has what's called stories now. And my friend Janelle Hooper from Home with the Hooper, she does this. She creates a task 
a to-do list for the day and she writes down everything that she really wants to accomplish, kind of like her itinerary. And I love, I love that. I love seeing that. And if that's something that you need to do for accountability, then do it. For me, I would do the same thing. Back in the day, I would put my to-do list out there in the world. (laughs) And it's kind of like creating your own best friend that you need to be accountable to. So, um, and then the next thing, is if you don't like to share your to-do list with anybody is to create small physical lists like and and I don't, I like to do as much as I can off my phone the less I can touch my phone the better so I like to really go old school and I like to create my small little list on post-it notes and what I'll do is I'll create a list of 3 3 before um, breakfast. I don't eat breakfast in the morning because I'm fasting, but these three tasks I have to do before I eat lunch. And when I sit down to lunch, if I haven't completed those three tasks and I have to go to them, it's almost like rewarding myself with uh, this prize for completing my morning list. And so then I create another list before I have to, before another time period in the day. So you can do an afternoon list that you have to complete before you go pick up the kids from school or before you eat dinner. So creating a small list instead of long list that you've written out like 10 items. I mean, that's overwhelming. So create small lists on little um, post-it notes on a piece of paper, on a notebook, wherever you want to keep it. And I also do this in my journaling, my morning journaling. So that's a great place to put your your morning to-do list as well, or your today's to-do list. And so designate a certain time for yourself that you have to create, you have to finish those, that small list before creating another list. All right. So for accountability, send your to-do list to somebody, post it on social media, or create a small little physical list that you have to complete before a time period during the day. Number three, attitude. (laughs) Your attitude towards whatever task that you have to get done makes a huge difference, all right? So how can you improve your attitude? The first thing you can do is to fill your head with, with positivity, all right? So if you're watching television shows that are dark and gloomy and just blah. Like I've been watching this show called Ozark. Now let me warn you, it has some foul language in it and it's really dark. But I follow somebody on Instagram who mentioned it and I really highly respect this person. So I was like, oh, I like it. And I I like edgy stuff to begin with. Y'all, I just, I almost, (laughs) I'm almost irritated by goofiness. Um, And I my daughter is like, why do you like all that dark and depressive stuff? I don't know. Maybe it's the way I grew up and what my dad liked to watch. I don't know. I like really like, I don't like scary things, but I like intense. (laughs) Maybe because I have a very lighthearted spirit already and I just like a little drama in my life through like fictional um, means and not actual real life trauma. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, back to what I was saying. You need, so after I watched the, that show, I found myself just feeling like, ugh, you know, like, and I was, I had bad attitude. So make sure that you are filling your mind up and your, your 
um, head and your ears and your eyes and everything with things that are positive, like um, motivational speakers and um, scripture reading and just affirmations. Like all of these things are very positive. And when you have a better attitude, you are going to approach your task with a better attitude as well. All right, so seek affirmations and encouragement from other people. Maybe you have friends that are super spunky and and you know, like the biggest cheerleaders ever. Get around them. Get around them. If you want to be more productive, hang out with productive people, okay? If you want, and I hate to say cut off your friends, but I've heard the saying that you are the sum of the three people around you or the five people around you. Like if you are hanging out with unproductive people and dark and gloomy and just depressive people, then you are going to reap what you sow and you are also going to, they're going to influence you. So hang around with people that you want to be like and you want them to influence you and rub off on you. Also, exercise. Exercise increases your endorphins. And I'm going to quote Elle Woods from Legally Blonde when she said, endorphins make you happy and happy people don't kill their husbands. (laughs) So you need to exercise to increase your endorphins and you're going to be a happier person. You're going to approach your task so much happier with more vigor, with more enthusiasm and wanting to get it done. You're going to be so much more productive. All right. So in your attitude, um, you're going to improve your attitude with positivity, with encouragement from other people and with exercise. And speaking of attitude, our period plays a huge role in our mood and our attitude. So number four is alignment. Schedule your task, your monthly task around your period, around your cycle. Some people in the business world call this cycle syncing. So when what that means is you are, when you are most energetic, when you are most Um, you have the most motivation is typically around the time that you are ovulating. So that is when you want to plan the most amount of tasks that you have to get done. If you have a new project, if you have any kind of housework or house renovations you want to get done, if if, if it's something that requires your attention and it's on a schedule, it's on a deadline, you want to schedule that around your ovulation period around your ovulation time. So between the time of when you, your your last couple of days of your period after that time, between that to about, I would say about day 20, day 20, probably about day 20, you're going to be good. When it comes to your period, that time of the month, you are just not going to be as motivated. For me, my period started yesterday and I was supposed to put this podcast episode out yesterday, but I had come off a long weekend of our ski trip at Snowshoe, and I didn't batch. I didn't plan ahead of time, and so I was having to record it yesterday, and you know what happened? I didn't because I didn't have the the same attitude that I usually have when I'm recording, and I just don't like to force things. So make sure that if you have to get anything done, if you have to get any deadlines accomplished, any tasks accomplished, to plan it around your period. So this might be new to you. You may have not even realized that your period can affect your productivity this much. So if you find yourself more depressed during your period, more um, just lacking energy, lacking enthusiasm, you 
I mean, I sent a message to my friend yesterday, a business buddy, and I said, I just want to cancel everything. <laughs> and you know what? I started my period like um, like an hour later. <laughs> so like, don't cancel anything. And it's really good for you to track your period if you're not already doing that. I know there's apps on your phone you can do. You can even write it in your planner. I am a huge paper planner person. But track your period so that you know when you have a dip in your attitude that you're not going to be able, that you know what it's from and that you shouldn't plan to have a client. Like I had a client yesterday too. Like I should, I should basically take off like three or four days around that time. So syncing your cycle and aligning your cycle with your to-do list, with your task is going to improve your productivity so much. All right. Number five and the last one. And I personally feel this is the best way to kick procrastin to kick procrastination to the curb is to take action. Any kind of action. Just take action. What I like to do is sometimes I don't approach the task head on. I will do something else around the task and it, it eventually leads to me actually doing that very task because I've been successful in these other areas and this with these other tasks. And once you've experienced and felt the success of these other little tasks, it makes you so much more enthusiastic about approaching the thing that you're putting off. And those tasks that I tend to put off and procrastinate, I call them my frog task. And I got that from the book, Eat That Frog by Brian Tracy. Highly recommend that if you deal with procrastination or your productivity definitely recommend reading that book. I like to listen to my books on Audible. So because I am a high productive person, I like to listen to them on the go or in my car all of the time. But anyway, so I call them my frog test. So when I'm making my to-do list, like my morning to-do list or my afternoon to-do list, I'm writing down the task that aren't going to come easy to me. Because if you fill up your to-do list with tasks that are really easy for you to complete, then you're not actually going to complete the things that have to have to get done. All right, so on your to-do list, put the things that you need to be reminded of or you need to check off. All right, so back to number five is to just start taking action, any kind of action in that direction. All right, so I'm going to go over all of these with you again. And so the five A's to kick your procrastination is to set up automation, to set up some accountability, to improve your attitude, to align your monthly task with your menstrual cycle. And number five is to just take action, some kind of action, any kind of action where you feel some kind of reward, some kind of success. All right, friends, I would love to hang out with you and connect with you more. You can find me hanging out with my family, renovating our farmhouse, and doing lots of things over on Instagram or Facebook at Lisa Lazat. I would also love to give you a gift. You can go to habitsandhome.com slash freebies. I have some good things over there to help you retrain your habits, to help you get organized, and I would love to give that to you. All right, I'll see you next time right here on the Habits and Home Show.